Jason. Right. And this is Katara, my flying sister. <laughs> All right, game face. We'll start game over. Face. Hello and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode is The Boy in the Iceberg, the very first episode. My name is Buddy Stark and I am best known for inventing glitter bending. I'm Hannah Stark and I'm best known for being confused by your intro. (laughs) (laughs) And I I am Noah Crowder and I am best known for tree hugging. (laughs) That gets a laugh. (laughs) <laughs> there was awkward silence after my glitter mini. Um, let's be honest. All I was thinking during yours was, oh, no, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first thing uh, we're going to do is uh, we're going to recap the episode six seconds at a time. We're going to try six. If that's not enough for us, uh, we'll, we'll bump it up to ten or something. But uh, we're going to do it kind of in the round, uh, and we'll each do six seconds worth of recap uh, and just go around until we have the episode. Should I start? No, do you want to start? Uh, I'll start. All um, right. I'll, I'll start. Uh, let me know when I'm concerned. Go. <laughs> While fishing in cold waters, Katara and Sokka, two siblings from the southern water no, uh... tribe, discover a boat. <laughs> you reading this? Uh, and they, uh, Katara catches a fish, but it was weird. And then there was like this glowy thing in an iceberg. And they find a boy, and he, I don't really know. He doesn't know what's going on. He thinks that he's. No. And they're surprised because uh, they think he's probably an airbender, but that's been extinct for over 100 years. They take point. him back to the camp, uh, and everyone meets him, and cause some people like him, but some people really don't like him, and then some other things happen, which I'm forgetting. Um, And then, meanwhile, there's also these firebenders who are, like, looking for this guy called the Avatar who nobody... Which has Prince Zuko of the Fire Nation and his uncle, I... Uh... Are you still reading? No, I'm not. Okay. You're ruining it. I know. Uh, oh, and I'm, I'm in. Um, Zuko, they see a flare go off because Aang trips, trips it in uh, a boat. You forgot the penguin sledding. That was my favorite part of the episode. They go sledding on penguins. Uh-oh. Are we good? No. Noah? <laughs> what are you adding? Save us. All right, that's the end. That's that's our recap. Okay. That was terrible. That was terrible. We like barely mentioned Sokka, who's a main character in this episode. Uh, you and know. nobody mentioned Gran Gran, who's one of my favorites. Gran Gran for me, oh, I mentioned her. She was one of the ones that didn't like Aang. <laughs> she was definitely did did. I didn't I didn't understand that. I don't remember her being like, I don't well, like you. So, well, she's like, uh, Katara, be careful not to put all your hopes in that boy. Oh dang. So that's yeah. That's true. Um, and, you know, Sokka kinda has like a, some mixed givings about Aang, I think, in the Sokka's a very different character in this episode yeah i thought actually Sokka and katara were both kind of katara was like gung rush save the the airbender kid that's uh, true and she's not i usually, feel like so... katara is always ready to help someone that's true i thought about that too but she's also usually Spoilers. level-headed and not yes um i don't think that was a spoiler yeah that's just character stuff man oh you're uh, right my bad <laughs> what about what about ratings what do we rate this episode out of out of mm. five cabbages okay what do we rate this episode and we pick cabbages for people who are new. It'll be a thing later on. You'll get there. A reoccurring joke. Um, I gave this episode a three out a of five. Three out of five. Three cabbages. Because I don't like Avatar as much as you two. Mm-hmm. And this episode does not draw me in to the world. Noah? Uh, I would give it a three and a half cabbages. Three and a half cabbages. I almost said stars. Cabbages. Why yes. Um, because... Hannah's right. Of all the episodes, I feel like this one hasn't quite gotten to the swing of things. They don't quite have their characters down the way that, you know, we know and love them later on. And as a big fan of it, I'm just thinking ahead for the next stuff. 
Yeah, you're both a lot more generous than I am. I gave oh it my. two cabbages. I thought I was going to be the low one. No, because it's it's kind of the same thing. Like I get that there has to be character development. That's basically all this episode is. Um, but like, there's no there's no big <clears throat> moments. There's no funny, really funny things. Like so it just kind of you just kind of fall along the episode. What is it about right. this episode then that made you want to keep watching the show if you would give it such a low rating? You know, I thought about that and I don't think it was this episode because I realized I didn't watch Avatar until college uh, and this mm-hmm. ha- this show came out in 2005 yeah, season 1. Yeah, So yeah, I mean yes, yeah, this <laughs> we're old. This 13-year-old show that we're just now doing a podcast <laughs> on. Um and so I think probably I saw other episodes first in my dorm room from some other season. And I was like, wow, this is such mm-hmm. a good show. And then I went back and watched it. So I actually, um, so I was 11 when this show came out. So I don't think baby. my sense of like what makes a good show good was really defined <laughs> at all. Um, I saw this show and I was like, ah, oh, a Nickelodeon show. This looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And so I watched all 11 year old. Did you watch it, watch it on Nickelodeon? Like when it was airing? All the time. The, uh, the other thing to consider, though, for people that watched it as it aired, um, episodes one and two did come out at the same time. They were played together. So we should have came out on February twenty first. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Our episode so th- would have been really. So long. that makes sense. Yeah. I. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, so yeah, we've got them combined here, but it just it uh, like I just thought because occasionally you know Plex does that. That would definitely change the rating though, because the episode right, like the, the one felt episode. like nothing and yeah. nothing happened. Right. So, well, so that affects. That's it. why I thought we might actually do both of them together, just because they were aired that way. Yeah. But, uh, Too late. We're doing an episode by. Episode. <laughs> right. No, that honestly it. It. makes way more sense because. They find out so many more things in the second right, part. Right, the second part, yeah. So if it's like a first and right. second parter. Yeah, okay. and a lot of shows do air like their their pilot that way. Well, then I feel so like maybe a lot of it. my questions will be answered in the second parter, but... And that's why the rating is kind of an... Un- it is unfair to rate it the way we Yeah, kind of separate. Because yeah. Yeah. we rated half an episode. You live and you learn. <laughs> you live and you learn. What about... Okay, so does anyone have any general points about um, their thoughts during this episode? I have some, but I thought, you know, I might let someone else start. Okay, so can we talk about the fact that uh, Aang uh, is basically Captain America? What? Where are you going? He was frozen in an Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't get there yeah, faster. No, That's uh, true. That's me. a good point. Yeah, they're basically the same person. Was Captain I mean, America also frozen for 100 years? Right, and Aang... No. Uh, no, it was about, about 50, movies, yeah. I know in World War II was. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but, and also, yeah, Aang fought in World War II uh, and uh, enjoys baseball and American apple pie, and it's very, very similar, I think, in a lot of respects. Um, uh, <laughs> it's kind of shaped like a stick, but... Uh, it's really the really cool shield. Oh right, yeah, his yeah his staff is 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 Captain America's shield. Yeah, yeah it's got a star on it and everything, right? Yeah, um, I, I totally get that. <laughs> you know what I thought uh, was weird? Uh, you know that uh, I I've watched this several times now, and Appa doesn't fly right away. Mm-hmm. Which spoilers, mm-hmm. he will fly. He's a flying bison. Um, he doesn't fly right away, and I thought, you know what? It's probably you know he talks about how Aang's just or Appa's just tired. Uh, probably is he's just going to take some time to thaw out. Yeah, he's bigger. He's a gigantic uh, flying bison. Like he's still probably like a little frozen in the middle. See, just got I out of an iceberg. Just that he was being lazy and wanted to swim. Sometimes Appa just doesn't want to do stuff. Right? Yeah, and I I don't think there's any other episode where he's like, I'm not flying right now. <laughs> so I'm I'm going with like it's kind of like a, a mastodon situation that just came out of the ice. You got to give it a few days, probably okay. weeks. Okay. I buy and that. he's in a cold climate. It's going to take longer. Yeah, that's true. He's not used to it. It was nice that. What protected Aang also protected Appa, because that would be pretty brutal. 
He was just like hanging out <laughs> Deuces, there, like, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for helping me for the last two years. Um, um, what about, so speaking of inconsistencies, I know you, you got some inconsistencies, but I've got one that I kind of found in the episode that I, mm-hmm. it feels a little nitpicky, but so Graham Graham says it's during. Grand Gran. Okay, her too. Those two old ladies, they say in the in, in the episode, uh, no one has seen an airbender in a hundred years. It's a hundred year war. So, like, Aang was frozen a hundred years ago. Did they wipe mm-hmm. out all the airbenders, like, the next day? I think it was the same day. Wasn't that what he was escaping from? No, he was escaping from being the Avatar. That's in an oh, episode. Oh, see, I can't remember He that. runs from his oh, face. The goodness oh, is, oh, I've watched through this series, and I've forgotten all of it, so... <laughs> yeah, so he's not running from firebenders. He doesn't even know that there was a war. Gotcha. Also, can, can we be straight for a second? Does Aang ever, in this episode, explicitly say that he is the Avatar? Do we, no. as an audience, I, I was know gonna, that we know because he's like the guy on the poster. The only Avatar, reason, the no, the reason we know is because at the very end, Zuko sees him and says, there's the Avatar. Yeah. And, and he thinks he's an old man. Yeah. And, well, there's also a point where <laughs> uh, Katara says something about how, like, oh, yeah, the Avatar's supposed to be an airbender. And Aang kind of, like, shies away. Well, and he is literally, like, yeah. no, he literally <laughs> lies. He's like, yeah, I knew him. But, right, right, right. So he I, says, don't, I, I don't know him by So there's some there. foreshadowing right. there. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, no, they right. don't. That Which, that makes a lot more sense that there's a second mm-hmm. parter, because I was like, this is a really weird way to set it's up a really show. A yeah. So, yeah. but it's always kind of bugged me that they wipe out the airbenders. So, because, like, let's say that Graham, Graham, Gran, Gran, with the ends. Yes. Uh, both of them. Respect both your of name. Them. Uh, let's say that she's exaggerating, and they like, they've actually, they haven't seen her for, like, 90 years or 95 years. She's like, 100 years, right? But even then... These are the only people in the world that can fly, and apparently they were so bad at flying away that they still managed to wipe out all of them in, a, in like, a decade? Yeah. Like, it's always bugged me that that was I mean, so we, easy. This is a spoiler, but we know that they built flying machines. Well, but not till much later. Like, oh, those really? were very recent. Yeah, those are within You're this right. last five years My or so. of this is different. Well, I, I think it's Wait. also something to consider. I get that they're, like, airbenders, and they're very good at bending and they're um, nomads they are, they are they're not localized monks, they, but they're monks I mean, you hear what I'm saying, though, like they're not a violent people yeah but it, you so don't like, have to be violent to run like you try so and shoot a plane out of the sky watching the show now yeah, absolutely we're done <laughs> you're right. out of this the show doesn't make sense it's, i don't know it's, it's just always show. kind of bugged me that like the airbenders are gone and it was that easy and all the yeah. other nations are here i know i don't know yeah. i mean i mean you can't you can't call it the last airbender unless you go with that type of plot i get it but the airbenders can't fly without their things. They're, um, mm-hmm. they're they yeah, they're staffs, but they've all got one. Yeah, but what if the Fire Nation burned them all? How did they get to them? I don't know. Like you, everyone's keeping them in their uh, rooms separately. It's, it's like the Ministry of Magic destroying all the time turners, exactly. or Voldemort destroying all the time turners. I'm just saying, the Fire Nation, they don't need any apparatus to use their firebending, mm-hmm. but like we know that the airbenders need that thing to fly. Yeah. So at least. It wouldn't be hard to destroy those, and then yeah. they couldn't run. If you can get to them, yeah, anyway. It must have been a surprise attack. Somehow they got up there. Yeah, and all four temples, all at once. Four? Yeah, there's a temple on each each compass yep. point. That's something that I thought was interesting. Northern, I like southern, that. Eastern, um, yes, those are the directions on a compass. I'm very good. I'm very good. <laughs> I like that um, each of the bending, the bending's not just different, but they each have like their own distinct... Mm-hmm. feel to them so they're called mm-hmm. the water tribes the earth kingdom the fire nation and the air nomads <clears throat> and so i like that 
they all have like different cultures, different government setups, and different. I don't know. <laughs> and we'll get more into it later. But each bending style was based on a different martial art. Exactly, yeah. a very yeah. specific. Like water bending is tai chi. I just love um, the depth to the show beyond like water's blue, fire's red. Right. <laughs> Right. right. Yeah, and the, yeah, the motion of the martial arts is supposed Wait, to go Wait, so we with should the, probably start off... The element as well. Buddy, if you were a bender, what would you be? Ah, uh, definitely an earthbender. Yeah? No doubt. You know that? Yeah, In hands down. Mm-hmm. Noah? No, Couple we know, we know that, buddy. Come on. And actually, I think the best way to say it is to, for other people outside of you to tell you what you are. Mm. Because you are going to be a little biased. Like, me, I want to be an earthbender. But, like, personality-wise, there's no way I'm an earthbender. Yeah, I can't like, decide what I am. I have no I'm idea. I'm probably I'm probably an a Sokka, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're a muggle. Oh, uh, that, no, that's, I thought about airbending, but I think they're too disciplined. Mm. Like, because they're oh, monks. Yeah, especially if you get to, go like, Korra. Also, let's that. just be honest. I know in Korra we do, but in Avatar, The Last Airbender, are there ever any... Girl airbenders? Yeah. That we've seen? In Avatar The Last Airbender? Oh, you mean like in with like flashbacks, flashbacks and stuff? Yeah. Um, in yeah. There, there are. are. Okay. Uh, but a lot, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes because I think they oh, still they shave, shave their, heads. their heads. That yeah. makes sense. Cold. But anyway, I think if I were lucky enough to be a bender, I'd be a water bender because that seems cool. <sighs> well, because the human psyche is too complex to boil it down to one personality trait. Because, like, I also <laughs> would say that I think I'm very, like, passionate like a firebender you're trying to you say know? you're the avatar are you saying you're all of them I, you're you're the new avatar right. is that I, what you're making getting an ice all right <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> <laughs> okay here's another thing that, that again I'm, I'm just nitpicking here because it's you know uh zuko says he's looking for a man who must be over 100 years old by this point and i think to myself like do you understand how age works right like okay so maybe the avatar that was the airbender like lived and hid for 80 years and then died and now you're looking for a 30 year old waterbender yeah but they like, have consider no... this as a possibility yeah i mean yeah but they don't know this is the best thing they have to look at I just think if you're trying uh, to hunt down the avatar at this point, maybe consider more than just one. Option. You don't really know how age works, though. Maybe that's also, not that was... weird. No, I think uh, I think we can be fairly certain that age is similar because old people are about sixty or seventy. And I'm saying that because we know that Roku lived for like ninety years, right? And he was an now, old man. He was over a hundred, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so was. And wasn't Grand Grand? Sozin, but we'll get into this later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, we'll see where that's at. I'm not sure. Well, they? and so what I was going to say, um, I was trying really hard. Not, it's really hard for me not to interrupt. I was really trying <laughs> hard. Um, one of the things that we'll have to consider, too, is in later in season one, so I don't want to spoil anything, um, I think that there are certain – don't the temples um, dedicated to the Avatar, like, don't they know when – a reincarnation is happening because, like, there's some sort of energy that's yeah. released. I, they, they, um, they're really vague about that, I think, in the episodes. Because, uh, I mean, normally you just know when the old avatar dies because he's not right. hiding. That just seems like and, the world's too removed, though, for that to be the only Right, and, yeah, I think at this point, you know, the later on when we meet those temple guards, they're no longer really avatar guards. Oh, so. no, I was disagreeing with you. Oh, gotcha. I felt like, because... The air nomads, I just feel like the world's so big, they don't even know necessarily what's going on everywhere. I just feel like the tribes might know. This is just, I guess, Avatar lore, where we disagree. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. Yeah, I, I feel like when an Avatar dies, that's when you start looking for the next mm. reincarnation, because everyone knows Roku died, 
uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Interesting. But and if you so don't know each they... of the four air temples are like, well, maybe he's here. Yeah, and they had to they had to take those toys around, and he had I to pick that, up the toys because they didn't know who it was. But they could have known the temple. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now, did you guys know that the initial title of this episode was supposed to be "The Boy with Tattoos"? Oh, that's interesting. Wow. I kind of like that better. Good change. I, what? I actually <laughs> okay, don't, so no, we disagree. I don't like that. <laughs> Why? That's uh, way more interesting. It just, it just reminds me of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Okay, like, well, that's all. That's all I can. What hear. came first? Well, I'm probably like, that. That came the first. The chicken or the egg? Well, yeah, and most airbenders have tattoos. I guess I don't know. But it's interesting to us viewers like why does an 11 year old boy have tattoos mm. also do they get into how old they are ever <laughs> yeah because there, there's the joke i mean they don't know necessarily i don't know they Not do specifics everybody. but oh, okay. there's the joke that like you're just a kid right well you're just a teenager so right. i mean we have kind of a general sense of how old they are that makes sense i think it's supposed to be like 11 or 12 Aang is 12. Um, he okay. says... Oh, right, 112-year-old man to you. So actually, yeah. throughout the entire series, um, only five characters have their age explicitly mentioned. Really? What, are you studying this? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's good at <laughs> it. Uh, no, I was, reading, yeah. I was reading up on the trivia. Is, um, it, is it Aang and Katara and nope, Zuko? No, Katara and Sokka's ages are never mentioned. Really? Um, so Zuko is uh, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't want to talk about the other ones because they're those future are characters, characters that don't exist. Gotcha. Correct. Most of them don't come into the second season. So Zuko's 16 and he's chasing down a 12-year-old, but he doesn't know that he's 12 yet. Correct. For, for okay. the fate of the world. Right. Well, so actually Aang is 112. He's not 12. He's uh, 112. Yeah, you're right. But, you're right. Um, while, we're, while we're being technical. That's so I just funny. That's interesting. So how – I was wondering, like, how removed you feel, like, the different – benders are from each other because like um katara was surprised that ang had tattoos so that didn't seem like she knew that about is that just because they've been gone for a hundred years well right yeah but like ang was like i had friends in the water tower i had friends in all the is that because air nomads move or is it because he was the avatar like why does he know so many people yeah, I think that's a little bit of a hole, too, because you'd think it's because he's the Avatar, but they never took him traveling after they found that he was the Avatar. They didn't? I don't think so, because they had him in that... He's going to meet that character had him in, in that the temple. Earth Kingdom. Right, so he must have just his... been traveling. Sorry. Go ahead. Based upon his conversation with uh, Katara, he talks about how he had friends in the Fire Nation and the Earth Nation. And the yeah, whole he world, said yeah. all of them, and yeah. So my, my thinking is before the... Especially between, like, if you... We'll get this later when we look at Roku's life uh, in the flashbacks. My thinking is they were a lot more connected before the attack um, gotcha. from the Fire Nation. So I think we can assume that they were friends amongst nations and they were like open borders. Yeah. Uh, whereas they'll be much more closed off as we go on. That um, makes because like show. because the Fire Nation closed them off from each other. It, it, well, so the Fire Nation attacks. I think every nation then like becomes defensive. So I think mm. the Earth Kingdom. You know, puts up its walls, literally. Right. And and they are blocking hmm. themselves in to defend. The water tribe, the southern water tribe is non-existent. It's so tiny we can see that. Gotcha. You know, the northern water tribe is hiding in, in their fortress that we'll see later. Um, so I, I, I think that that... So the was world well- was different 100 years ago. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, I was just interested in that because, like, she, like, kind of knew who he was, but she didn't really know until she saw him flying around. Yeah, right. So I, I will say, um, one of the things I thought was really interesting, and one of the things I love about this show, 
is uh, the the sounds that they make. Hmm. Um, for example, when <laughs> when uh, Sokka first uh, first like interacts with Aang, he yeah, he pokes boinks, his head. Like, bo- he pokes his head, right, and it makes yeah. that boinking noise. It's like kind of the um, anime style, right? Like mm-hmm. I know it's not actually anime, yeah. but um, well, and so they actually that's part of. Um, there's a clear mimic of anime mm-hmm. in in this show. It, yeah. I think they were re, they were like it kind of this Americanized version of anime, and it's that's actually one of the reasons why, I like it. um, because even looking at like their mouths, mm-hmm. it's clear that they are voicing English words. Um, whereas like if you watch right. like Naruto or right. Dragon Ball, they're Z, dubbed they're, over exactly. So like when they're moving their mouths, it doesn't look anything like what they're saying, well, and like their mouths move wasn't... longer made in the u.s right exactly yeah it's made by um i don't know if it was i don't know if they are americans but like it was it's probably because the actors show. are all american i mean right. minus specific characters i guess um so so can we agree that the title of the show based on the fact that they made a sequel i know they botched it they should have called it the legend of Aang. yeah it should have been called avatar the legend of Aang. yeah absolutely because I know what you're going to say, Noah. I know what you're going to say. Wait, I don't know what you're going to say. He is technically the last airbender at this moment. No, I'm not saying the title's incorrect. I get it. I'm just saying that because they made a sequel with a new, (laughs) with a different person, it just, yeah, it would have better flow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Legend of Aang, the Legend of Korra, and then they could have kept going. (laughs) I hope that's what you were going to say, but like, I just, I heard the gasp and I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, I know. Anyway, I think that I am right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no Hannah you're right I think actually the legend of Aang is a much cooler actually it'd be the legend of Ung if we're being technical let's not um, <laughs> don't say that <laughs> no I put that on my note sheet about how they um, let's just tell our listeners don't watch the movie name wrong. <laughs> yeah uh, also it had a stereotypical dream sequence to give us the exposition of what happened to Aang when he was like um, flying away on Appa? Yeah. 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 Like, do they ever get into what it's like? Like, what do you think those hundred years were like for him? Because he clearly had no idea that a hundred years had gone by. So time's different. Yeah. Or I mean, was he frozen? Like, he wasn't mentally aware. Yeah, I think that's what they go for. Like, it's just kind of like falling asleep, I mm, think. Well, oh. the, the creators actually said in an interview that they like to think that Aang and Op were floating in a ball of energy instead of being frozen solid. Okay. So, like, I don't I don't know how that uh, what that means. Does that mean that... Well, that ruins my whole Appa falling out theory. That would actually yeah, answer that, my but... spoilery question, though. That would help my spoiler question. So, okay. that helps. Um, You're welcome. I also have to point out that I love... I don't always love Katara, but I really like her in this episode, and I like how in the beginning... She gets angry at Sokka in a feminist rant and calls him sexist. Because if she hadn't gotten mad, she wouldn't have broken Aang out of that iceberg. So Correct. we have her to Correct. thank and Sokka's patron- patronizing attitude. <laughs> yeah, the other thing that's established in this episode that is a com- like constant theme um, is Sokka as the dump character. Which um, I know, that's like... He gets so much better. He, I think he might be my favorite character. It is very funny. And he's so... Not only is he the dump character, which, like, yes, that happened a lot. Quite literally. Water dumped on him. Like, snot got blown on him. Like, this, he <laughs> is that character. But, like, also, he was so straight-laced. He was like, yeah. no, don't do that. No, no, no. Which, 
I get that he's had all of this response. He was like, dad left us to take care of the tribe. And I'm like, you're like 13 years Uh, old. That's wild. Yeah. But, you know, the tragedies of war. I think he's probably older. Did you guys know that the guy who plays Zuko plays Rufio in Hook? I did know that, actually. Yeah. So that's pretty That's pretty. But that is pretty cool. I know. I did not. They have a lot of... Oh, well, buddy, did you know that the guy who played Sokka was on All That? Really? Mm-hmm. Buddy and I were just talking about the wonders of the, the 90s. excellent 90s show, All That. And well, he talk- was a cast member on that show. Hmm. Now, that's just fantastic, because I didn't know that. And I know everything about this show, because I'm brilliant. Well, and now he's um, on... Um, <laughs> is it called The Dragon Prince? Yeah. Now he's, he's on that new Netflix yeah. show. Prince, shares one of the writers. Yeah. yeah. So that's... I really love... He's a very excellent voice mm-hmm. actor. Definitely. It was refreshing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. it was... Anyway, so there's your speaking little of, bit of tidbit. Speaking of voice acting, though, um, Iroh, oh, who is, Iroh. If it's too er- I don't know if it's too early to say this, who is my favorite. That we all fall in love with Iroh, yeah. Show. No, it's not Correct. too early to say it. He is amazing. I mean, him. Uh, and he so has like, my even, best moment of this Does he episode. really? Wow. Yes. Um, so I guess we'll talk about it. He also plays the villain in Samurai Jack. Um, I've never seen Aku Samurai Jack. Yeah, Mako's actually got like a, a real big reel. Like yeah, a, he's actually a very good like voice a, you know, a, a movie reel. Oh, like he's got a. <laughs> it know. sounded like you just repeated your phrase twice. A real twice. reel. No, he's and I got, was like, what does that mean? He, yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. He's an accomplished voice actor. He is. That's really cool. I know I've been um, saying a lot of things, like a lot of inane trivia. I just want to point mm-hmm. out. That Michael Dante DiMartino, one of like one of the two creators, uh-huh. left Family Guy in 1998 to work on this show. Wow. Really? Um, I didn't yes. know that. Can we Good talk choice. about how wonderful that is? Yes, right. thank you. <laughs> Wait, 1998? <laughs> is when they started working on the show. Holy cow. I mean, the background that goes into this show is intense. I think they wrote Eight all three years? seasons. Like, right, at least the art. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that definitely shines through. But but seven years, right? Holy cow. Yeah, seven years, yeah. if I did math. But, I mean, you uh, got to get it made, potato. the recordings. I don't know. Yeah, wow. but that's a long time. That is so That they long. had that idea and it came to fruition, so. Yeah, I mean, I could talk forever about Iroh. Like, originally, he wasn't even supposed to be Zuko's uncle. He was just meant really? to be a fire Like a wise mentor. man. Oh, it's yeah, much exactly. better this way. Much better. Oh, 100%. That's really cool. Uh, um, So, in the opening, we don't know who any of those characters are yet, right? Who, when... They go through like the whole water, earth. No, we just know Aang. Is yeah. Air- In fact, as someone who's watched the show as much as I have, um, I don't even. I had to look this morning to remember who the Earthbender was. I I yeah. have a question mark by it. I was like, I don't know mm-hmm. who that is. Okay, so but right now we just know that one of them is Aang, and we'll right. meet a couple others. I think as the mm-hmm. show goes on, so that's cool. And I obviously re- watching the episode right away. You notice if you're a fan that the intro of the first one. Is different from the rest of them. Correct. You got any, uh, were there any more, like, oopsies? Oh, yeah. Any inconsistencies? Yes. So I got a couple. The first one that I think is hilarious. Um, So the Netflix description for the episode, which I don't know when this would have taken place, because I know it was available to certain regions. It wasn't uh, uh, available to United States for Netflix. But the original description of it, of episode one has waterbenders Sokka and Katara make a startling discovery while fishing a boy frozen in an iceberg. Nope. While fishing colon. A boy frozen <laughs> in an iceberg. We'll get you out of there. <laughs> We're just not sure if our line is strong enough. 
We're trying to reel in a whole iceberg. Right, so the point is... <laughs> you guys suck. Um, <laughs> is that they call Sokka and Katara both waterbenders. Oh. Yeah, which is I mean, because like, they're, they're, they're from the water Netflix. tribe, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so then there's stuff like when Katara attempts to catch a fish using waterbending, uh, she takes off her glove. Mm. However, later in the shot, when she is waterbending, her glove is back on. Is it just to catch... Oh, I see what you mean. So they didn't do that on purpose, like. Well, and for me, like it was weird that like she took the glove off at all. Like, Maybe right. they originally Never... were playing with the idea that you had to like have a tactile. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm well, not it sure. could also it could also just be that like she's a noob, and so <laughs> I thought like, about in order that. For yeah. Her to focus. She's gonna be like get a get a cold you know, hand. Like, cracking your knuckles. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you like, know, Firebender's like, banded in like full armor and like gear, and you know. So here's another question. So Katara is. She's the only bender in her tribe because mm-hmm. she's like, there's no yeah. one to teach me, right? right? She is. So is it because, do you feel like that's because the water tribes are so small? That one is. Okay. The South Pole is. The yeah. South one is just so north. small. Because when they introduce right. Aang, she's like, uh, Aang, meet the entire tribe. And you see like 16 people. Right. Okay. <laughs> because obviously like in the future, we'll see the other, like, other tribes or kingdom, you know, the right. other. The Northern tri- Water Tribe is a lot bigger. And Yeah. Okay. So tribe. it's just a lot of numbers. Yeah. That's why she's the only one. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Noah, you got any more facts? Uh, most of them aren't that interesting, yeah. but like, you know, Appa, when they're, um, sliding, the kids are sliding down, his tail's being propped up by the spear. And then the next scene shows Appa a few feet away with the tail on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the next cut is in this, he's in the original position, you know, stuff like that, where mm-hmm. it's not that, it's not like plot stuff. It's yeah. more like animated things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't can, just in general, I feel like the animation in this first episode isn't quite up to par with the rest of the show. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah like the first, the very first scene that you see is like looking down on the, the little canoe in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can actually see that like, it's just one still mm. and they're just kind of panning over this still like the water isn't moving there's no motion and so it's, it's like 10 seconds of just like kind of looking at this picture oh well and i will say one other thing that really stood out to me was and i noticed this when i watched it um when is it grand grand yes it's grand um, grand apparently yes with an n granny uh, granny i think guys, is what pay attention to these important <laughs> characters so when she turns around to lead katara away she says come on katara you have chores mm-hmm. her lips aren't moving speaking of how important grand grand is how about later on when she defeats the fire lord uh remember that when oh. she comes in and it's like this big spo- moment spo- spo- spoiler yeah <laughs> grand grand is a very important I'm, character i'm getting stared at <laughs> and i don't think you need to mock her you're right it's not the fire she doesn't directly defeat the fire oh lord she just there's a there's a she helps out there's there's a moment where she sets up the final blow is what happens with <laughs> my time with this. You can't even remember her name and then you lie about her. Well, I don't want people to think she's as important as she is, so I intentionally messed up her name. Her role as a grand grand is still important. <laughs> How dare you? How I will say, you? though, I will say, okay, we listening? We listening yeah. to my important thing? This is one of only two episodes that ends with a to be continued. Is it the first one and the last one? Uh, no, actually. Oh, it's interesting. The last... No, I think it's the last two of the first season, right? Uh, it's the Boiling Rock Part 1. Oh, actually. right, 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 I yeah. I don't remember what that is. Because, I mean, the, this season ends with the Siege of the North Part 1 and Part 2. Uh, but I don't, they don't necessarily do a, a, a to be continued in those. Right, exactly. They actually very rarely ever use the phrase to be continued. Because the entire um, show is to be continued until the very last episode. It, 
Exactly. So there really there aren't a ton of parts. I don't know if the last episodes are part one, part two, and part they three are. or whatever. Yep. Um, but for some reason, they don't use to be continued for that, which is kind of interesting. This is a segment that I like to call fan theories. How creative of you. doing a pause right there. Yeah, um, very dramatic. <clears throat> so one of the most popular fan theories about this show is that had Aang died, Katara would have been the Avatar. Had, dun, Aang, dun, dun. had Aang died when? Right. You know, <laughs> hundred years point. ago. <laughs> <laughs> if he had died a hundred well, <laughs> years ago, she would be way too young. No, but like if, if he, he had, had lived a normal life. Right, I'm sorry. If he had lived a regular Avatar oh. life. Okay, so he didn't run away. He becomes the Avatar, doesn't allow the Fire Nation to go into yeah. doomsday mode. Lives, lives, I, think lives. This, I think this first segment of fan theories is going very well. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. I'm just curious. I'm just curious what people say. Now, yeah. why do well, they have that theory? Just because she's a waterbender? Right. So um, Yeah, I think it's Skywalker syndrome all over again. Like, it's a waterbender that we know about, so it must have been her. Like, there's a hundred other waterbenders out there. Why Katara? I mean, well, they're so not in that without tribe. any spoilers, Korra, yeah. who is the next avatar after Aang. Comes uh-huh. from the same tribe. Comes from the same tribe, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so they're assuming it was a waterbender from that tribe, which it means that Katara was the only one. Okay. Right. But, like, why? I mean, there's never an indication that, like, uh, it has to come from the Southern Water Tribe, and then the next waterbending avatar is going to be from the Northern Water Tribe. Uh, in, in like the no, it's just they're saying that because it was because Korra's from the Southern Water Tribe, yeah. they're saying it seems like it would be. Yeah, I just don't. I, probably it's just me and fan theories. Like it just seems like there's I so much speculation theories. that like I, I just can't get into them. It's like slash fiction. Well, buddy's killed the segment. I sure did. No more fan. Slapped theory. it right down. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to yes and? Oh, this is yes and. I- I'm going. With it. I'm rolling. Yes here. and. <laughs> that's the fan theory. Yes yeah. and it is. Yes and it, it was is really bad. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, do you think the theory holds any merit? No, of course not. Because there's there's so many factors that we don't understand about yeah. the reincarnation. Like I know it doesn't necessarily mean. So it's a waterbender. It may not necessarily be someone from the Southern Water Tribe. Yeah. And like we we don't know how long. I guess Aang's there's not even effects. any reason to necessarily believe that it would have been a girl either. Yeah. If we don't believe in. Well, because another, it doesn't go. So the, the the thing about that though, Hannah, is that this fan theory claims that it has to be from the Southern Water Water Tribe, and considering that. She is the only bender in the Southern Water Tribe. It's oh, it would have been girl. her. It's yeah. because she's the only one there. That right. makes sense. It's, that makes sense. But it's the, uh, the, it's the claim that I take issue with, that it had to be from right. the Southern Water Tribe. Also, right. I mean, if we're going with the like vagities of reincarnation, I think in general, and I, I'm not an expert in reincarnation, mm-hmm. but I think in general, it's the same uh, life that gets lived over and over. I mean, the same. So like that's why Aang has a, a connection to all of his past uh, experiences. Uh, and so Korra is you know, de facto a different life form, a different entity than Aang is. And so it would have been Aang again, you know, just the next. Mm-hmm. Wait, you said Korra is a different I'm life sorry, entity? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I meant, uh, I meant uh, Katara. Oh. So, so like Korra is effectively just Aang again. So Buddy's saying that every reincarnated person is a chain of people? Yeah, and so the right. fact that Katara exists at the same time Aang exists. But that was an anomaly. That wasn't supposed to happen. What wasn't supposed to happen? 
They weren't supposed to exist at the same time. Well, but, um, but I mean the fact that they do because Aang so didn't die. So you think die the chain of people is set up from the beginning? From each individual. Mm. I mean, it's it's a possibility. And yeah. I think that with most reincarnation, that's how it's perceived. Hmm. That if I die, I personally am going to come back as a bird or something. Uh, and that's it's still me. It's just it's my next iteration of life. And so the fact that we have Aang standing right next to and talking to Katara means that they are different life forms, different people, if you're going to buy into reincarnation but that's just I, i'm just spitballing here it's just the way buddy understands it yes and this has been our segment fan theories and theories it went well yeah oh yeah we crushed it so how about we do uh we just move into highs and lows All right, welcome to uh, a segment we call Highs and Lows, where we look at our favorite epi- or our favorite moment from the episode uh, or just kind of thing that happened in the episode. We're going to be pretty vague about this. And our kind of least favorite thing or moment about the episode. Uh, and I'll go ahead and, and take off, uh, if that's okay with everyone, take off with, with this. We, we good? Sure. Yeah, okay, wonderful. Uh, just, just checking to make sure. <laughs> um, my uh, low, I'm going to start my low because it's Whoa, just kind of... negative. Well, just because my high, I think, is better. I think my high okay. is, a, is a better you know, insight to the right. show. Uh, my low is just that I've already kind of mentioned it. The whole episode, I just kind of feel like I'm sitting along waiting for the thing to happen. Like, there's never, like, a, a moment in, the sh- in this episode where I'm like, yeah, this is, like, I'm totally interested and I'm buying into this whole thing. So mm-hmm. that's my low. My high... No, no, no. Okay, okay. Are they connected? No. Okay. Then let's have everyone do their lows. Oh, all right. That's what I said earlier. Okay, sorry, um, sorry. I just think it's more interesting to go around and do all our lows, especially what if they're the same. All right. Lows? Go. Mine's not the same. <laughs> 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 um, My low, but it is kind of related to yours. My low, because I didn't know that the two episodes were connected, I just found Aang's reaction to finding out that he missed 100 years like completely Son implausible. Like underwhelming. Is that yours, Noah? Yes. Okay, see, so like, yes, because like, I was, he was like, 100 years, and then he's like, okay. Gosh, are there penguins like, around? Right, exactly, and you're like, okay, but everyone you know is dead. Everything is gone. You've missed 100 years changed, of your actually, life. He actually says, ah, it's worth it because I met you. <laughs> I know, and you're just like, I know you're 12, but are you dumb? Like, (laughs) All your friends are dead. I mean, I guess as a 12-year-old, it would take me a little bit, but, and I know as as an ear nomad, at least the way I think they show it. Has less worldly attachment. Right, and they don't seem to show them raised by their parents. They're raised by the temple monks. Yeah, it's a family of monks, yeah. So, probably, not to say that, like, he didn't have relationships. Well, he was definitely attached to Gyatso, Yes, of course. I'm just... Just maybe he felt like, I'll still have the temple, and I'll still have, like, a general communal family. Oh, sure. But still. It does still seem, yeah, kind of like. But it makes a lot more dude, sense. 100 years. Now that there's a second episode, they'll explore that. Yeah, yeah. Noah, so do you have anything to add since that was also your low? No, that was really it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I definitely agree. I think that, and I can't tell if that's just something we have to chalk up to um, Aang being 12. And, like, yeah. not having the, the wherewithal to understand what that means for him. Yeah, and he clearly uh, has, like, a personality that's just, like, penguins. Fun and poppy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, I mean, I think, you know, if you also look at it from, like, a show production standpoint, I think they're trying to get across yeah. Aang's personality mm-hmm. over, like, a realistic reaction. But I think he is also going to deal with it a lot yes. in part two. Yes, definitely. And so if they intended for it to show together, yeah. then 
that's probably on us a little bit. That was the lows, buddy. You want to do your high? I would like to do my high. Okay. So the, this episode, the very last moment of this episode is him, like, uh, kind of well, uh, among the last episodes, I say, is them finding that, um, that, uh, that, like, uh, what do you, um, it's on ice. It's a fire navy ship and it's stranded. What do you, mm-hmm. what do you call a ship that's stranded? I don't know. Shipwrecked? No. I mean, ship, be, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what word I'm looking for. Anyway, me so it is it is up it's on that. Yeah, ice. it's frozen in the ice. And a couple of things. One, the reason it's my high for the entire episode is that it just it's in such stark contrast with <laughs> <laughs> to uh, the rest of it. It's been this fun, light kind of kiddie show and like they really hang uh, for several moments in that ship where it's just kind of daunting. Uh, it's this ancient ship, even when they're on the new Fire Navy ship and there's Zuko and, and uh, Uncle Iroh, uh, it just doesn't have the same dark kind of ominous feel that mm. you get inside of that uh, old Fire Navy ship. Uh, and so I really liked that because it was like, okay, there's more to come here. But also, for the first time, I realized that that thing was stranded in a very unnatural way. I don't know if you noticed that, but... Yeah. It was it clearly there had been a battle there, um, and right. waterbenders had waterbended it up out of the water onto like a plume of ice, um, yes. and so that was really interesting to like kind of get that again foreshadowing in the in it's the end of the episode. Also interesting that it's still there because if the waterbenders had done that, presumably they could have gotten rid of it. Well, but th- they left it there. Well, I think they lost the battle, and so they captured all oh, the waterbenders. And they couldn't. And there was no waterbenders left to bend it out. I thought it was like it more out. poignant, like they left it as a reminder or something. No, I think they couldn't. I think there's nothing they can do. It's just there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's your high. That's my high. Interesting. Yeah. Because, like, of what's to come? Because it was just, it, it, again, it was very different from the rest of the episode. And it was the one thing that kind of stood out to me is like, okay, there's more here than, like, a kid's show mm. than, like, just... This you know, it's pointless. True. The first season is so much character. You know, I thought that. And, okay. But looking at some of the episodes coming up, there's yeah. more in the first season that I would have thought was in the second season. Really? So there's some good stuff. Because I remember watching the first season and being like, "It's just a goofy kids show," yeah. and but and it a lot gets of time it really is. good. Yeah. It gets good. Well, there's actually a, a very obvious. It's not a decline, but a transition from season to season. Season one is going to be way more kid oriented friendly. Mm-hmm. Second season is going to kind of transition into dealing with some more ad- not adult but kind of darker themes. And then season three is heavy. Honestly, something it's heavy. It has a lot of um, thematic. I know it's so um, good. Uh, not adult, but like darker things to that they deal with and yeah. that they struggle with. And it's really interesting. Like it, I would say, it stacks up well against adult shows. Yeah. Well, and it it goes with the theme of them growing too like they're kids when they start right and they're still kids when they finish but (laughs) they're older but what they've experienced has has changed them forever yes yes definitely oh is it my turn i think we did hannah next i didn't know we were going in order i didn't want to go after buddy because my high was just a funny line do it man go ahead so zuko is like mad at uncle iroh and he's like teach me these next things or whatever yeah i've mastered this set yeah, teach me, teach the, next me the next part. And Uncle Iroh says, okay. And then he says, but first I must finish my roast duck. <laughs> and I just like really related to that moment because I was like, duh. <laughs> Gotta finish your duck first. I didn't even remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I like funny lines. I like that Uncle Iroh, as we'll find out later. He's a calming presence. He's a calming presence. He just has such a different sense of motivation and goals than 
the Fire Nation, and especially Zuko, like, he's, like, kind of contrast with him. You can already tell he's just like, all right, man, we'll do it, but I'm going to eat my duck first. So I like that part. (laughs) (laughs) Noah? That is a very uh, Crowder response. I know, but Uh, I like to find the little things. Sure, of course. So I will say... I don't know that I had a high because this episode was really. I know. It's really kind of bland. It was like also hard so, to pick a high. Right. So I'll kind of point out two things thematically that I loved about this episode. Um, I will say that the music mm. is really unique. It's I very think. Beautiful. And maybe it's it's not if you're from you know other areas of of the globe but for me it was it's really different than any other soundtrack yeah um or score that i've listened to i don't I know what kind of instruments they use but it's really cool it's and so stunning. like the scene where he's flying he's showing the uh water tribe how he can fly with his glider mm-hmm. um the music's really cool yeah and then tied to hannah's i actually re- my favorite scene i think was probably that scene where zuko is training because i i find firebending to be a really cool thing to watch it's the animation fierce. i think is really cool yeah it's my favorite of the bending styles yeah and maybe next to earth i like i like earth bending but we don't see any of that in this episode so that was probably my high yeah i also like things. getting to see zuko as a character because just like his whole visual aesthetic he just really stands out in your mind as a unique villain with the like the shaved head and the ponytail and stuff even before i watched the show i remember seeing a picture of him and i was like whoa won't forget that interesting enough he was actually one of the last characters to be written into the show really do you remember there's a a star wars character who kind of has the same look except it's a girl do you know what i'm talking about she's like a bounty hunter and she Uh, has white ponytail yes 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 yes. Um, i can't remember her name I feel like it's like a Saj Ventress or something like that. No, that's uh, she's a Sith Lord. Oh, okay. You're talking about yeah, Aura bald. Singh. Oh, yes, Aura um, Singh, exactly. Mm-hmm. They, so they look very pale. similar to each other. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. She's, I don't know what race she is because uh, I'm not that much of a nerd. Um, <laughs> I just was thinking that Except it, I knew her name, so. They like, stick in my head. Yeah, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> no, I just think it's interesting that he was one of the last to be written because the Fire Lord yeah. was meant to be like the main oh. bad guy. And they but were then like, they realized while well, so he's heavy. sitting on his throne, like he's not going to be able to antagonize them much. That makes <laughs> sense. And I also really like the fact that the the villain in this season is someone near their age. Like right. it gives it, I don't know, it just brings an interesting aspect to it that right. he's a teenager. So that those were our highs and lows. But we just need to reference Lord of the Rings now and then we'll, we'll have covered we'll the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, final thing. Does anyone want to change their initial rating? No. Yeah, I'm leaving mine with yeah, two cabbages. I, I think I actually will. I, you guys have talked me down from it. The more yes. I think about this episode, the less I like it. I know. Um, so I think I would probably drop it to a three, maybe even a two and a half. Which, like, if you've never um, watched before and you're like, then why are you doing this show? <laughs> it gets a lot better. <laughs> so, believe me. I mean, a lot of first episodes and first seasons in general are difficult because you're establishing characters that people don't love already, but they it really jumps up quick. You just got to... And then maybe you, unlike us, watched part two, and you're like, yeah, it gets better. Yeah, right. So, Noah, you're going to a three or a... I So, I, I'll say three. Um, so, what would our average be? It'd be three. Uh, 2.66. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So our average for this first episode was a 2.66. Two and two-thirds cabbages. Yikes. That's yes. not a lot of cabbages. Not very many cabbages. I caramba. 
<laughs> All right, that's going to do it for uh, this first episode of Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast. Uh, join us next week for The Boy. No, that's what we did today. Uh, for The Avatar Returns. And remember, folks, be careful where you take oh, your cabbages. My cabbages! <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that the close up? That's the sign off. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> no. Spring, summer, and fall. Winter, spring, summer. And-